This is Michael Warner, and you are listening to Escambia Empires. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. We are pleased that you're joining us for episode 20. Our guest for this show is our first return guest ever on the podcast, Ethan Himka of Ethan Himka Graphics. Um, He was our guest for episode one, but for episode one, we didn't have Danny, and now we do have Danny as the co-host, so I'm excited that you were able to be in on this episode, Danny. Yeah, I was there, but I wasn't actually for this you were recording. Out of town I was or on my anniversary yep. trip. Yeah, that's exactly right. So this is the first time that we had Ethan on with you and, and the three of us. And the last time we had him on, um, it was very much a kind of a get to know you type thing and, and learning about him and his start in the business and, and designing. Um, for those of you who don't know, Ethan is a graphic designer who went full time about four months ago. I mean, only four months ago. Um, I went to school with him and he studied graphic design. That was his major. And then he decided to make it a business and he has done really, really well. He's seen some massive success in the last four months and and he's gotten to the place now where he has some retainer clients um, paying him per month just to be on retainer and and help with smaller projects. He's doing social media management and all these different things. Yeah. I'm glad Um, he goes into depth into uh, how much his business has grown in the past four months. It's amazing going from that first initial mentality of, I'm not sure I can do this to jumping in a hundred percent and, and, seeing within four months sustainable how many clients he's got that's exactly right and he talks about the mindset shifts and different things like that that have helped him get to where he is Mm -hmm. so um, I think this is going to be a really enjoyable episode for you guys and um, without any further ado let's just jump into it here's Ethan Himka Ethan Himka man welcome back to the show dude thank you for having me we are excited to have you for the second time you're our very first repeat guest dude um, you're on episode one and this is we're we're episode 20 now so 20 episodes later seems like a long time but it really hasn't been a long time yeah not it's not dude, these past few months have they have flown by, by right yeah. i know so yeah. anyway the last time you were on here we got a lot of your um your background and kind of your story what yeah. got you into, into graphic design um so now i figured we'll do a little more of a in-depth show um with a little more maybe um you know, things that you've used for growth and what you're up to now and, and, um, just practical tips. Yeah. A little more, more fiber Mm -hmm. than last time. Make it a little more, um, you know, more in depth. So, um, to start off, how's your business doing? We're headed into, we're we're almost to Christmas now. Um, and then almost great. Yeah. Almost 2021. So tell us a little bit about your business now. For sure. Um, kind of like I was telling you yesterday, man, like I've just got a really good feeling going to 2021. Um, I've got three clients right now that I've got on a retainer retainer basis. So you, um, Spire Services, and then Jonathan Wayne. Um, and we've been basically, they've just been coming to me on a month-to-month basis for help with my services. So I've loved that because it's helped me. I've not had to go out and like look for new clients. Yeah. They've been giving me like consistent income and work. And it's been a win-win on both ends. I saved them some time and hassle from having to learn how to do all this stuff. And, yeah. yeah. So when you say you're on retainer and they come to you consistently, what kind of things are you providing for them month to month? And so how much, at what point are you providing things? And then it's like, okay, you should probably be paid for individual. I mean, do they come to you for a lot of small product projects or? Yeah, it honestly depends. Like with you, it's been a lot of your work with social media, just mm-hmm. like making YouTube thumbnails, helping you make posts for Instagram. Um, throwing up some hashtags on some of your posts and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of been just to be available for you um, whenever you need help. Mm-hmm. Um, for Jonathan, it's been, he's need, needed help with uh, copywriting. So I've helped him write some blog posts for his clients. Interesting. Um, just a couple smaller design projects here and there. 
Um, and then with Spire Services, it's been a little bit of everything. I've been doing logo designs for them. Um, now Spire Services, they're a marketing company uh, based out of Pensacola. Um, but I've been doing logo designs for them, website designs. I'm helping a little bit with some copywriting. Man, doing a lot. Um, all their social media and stuff too. So Wow. Yeah, so busy. copywriting. Um, tell us a little bit about that. What what kind of copy yeah, are you writing? Intriguing. Yeah. Like sales copy, I'm assuming. Yeah, like for, for websites actually, or so for Jonathan Wayne for his business, he does uh, marketing for the aesthetics industry. So plastic surgeons, dermatologists. Interesting. Um, and a lot of them need help with their blog posts. Mm-hmm. So what he's been doing is having me help write the blog post. So about 600 to 700 word, word blog posts um, usually takes about maybe hour, hour and a, hour and a half to do. Um, and it's great for their websites because boost their, um, they're ranking on Google. They're mm-hmm. they're able to show up more when people search these different um, different topics. And I've okay. I've enjoyed it because it's just given me some uh, I'm trying to think of the word like experience mm-hmm. in writing and like I can use these skills for my own my, my own yeah too. interesting okay yeah. Um, so experience in writing and also I mean I'm sure you've gotten a lot more. Um, knowledge about the aesthetics industry too <laughs> oh, dude, i know i've been wanting to get plastic surgery oh yeah i mean but it's hard no, it's kidding. hard to improve something that's already perfect you know <laughs> exactly, dude. exactly i mean it's i'm a perfect 10 already so i mean <laughs> <laughs> tell us tell the listeners um that joke that you told me yesterday so dude maybe this um, is inappropriate for the podcast but that's okay i mean it is what it is so do you know the toughest thing about making out with a perfect 10 please tell us the mirror just gets so cold <laughs> so pathetic i apologize to everyone in the audience that you had to hear that um but i felt like it was important it was important i mean they needed to hear it yeah no exactly vital um interesting so writing copy and blog posts and things like that now is that something that you will do for your own business eventually or okay do you already do it for your own business Uh, so this past summer i actually wrote a lot of uh, posts for my own blog. Okay. Um, I, honestly, this past fall, I've been so busy. Yeah. I really haven't had a chance to, but I honestly really enjoy um, writing. It's been kind of de-stressing, honestly. Like when I'm doing a lot of design work, it's just a different type of creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like as I'm sitting there and just letting my thoughts f- flow freely. Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah. Especially on a topic that you probably don't know a lot about going into it. You're doing more learning and it's definitely a lot more like a homework style than you thought it would be. Um, But at the same time, you know, you probably didn't imagine you were going to be incorporating English classes later on and enjoying it. But now here we are. Yeah. Well, there's something to be said for taking an industry that you know nothing about and doing research and then writing on that topic. Yeah. Yeah. Like I knew nothing about Botox or like all these things, but now I've written (laughs) like four or five blog posts on it. So I don't even have to look it up on Google anymore. Interesting. So what kind of research do you do for, for the blog posts? I mean, how are you learning about each of these different topics enough to write about them? He'll typically, he'll send me some links um, to look at, but then I'll just do some of my own research. Obviously I'll reword it. I don't want to plagiarize or anything like that Mm -hmm. because I mean, obviously I don't want to screw over a client um, with that, but yeah, I'll do, I'll just search. Usually the first page of page of Google will have some helpful results. Hmm. Um, yeah. For that. And then, yeah, I just kind of do a little mixture of everything. 
and then some of my own creativity as well. I'll go on okay. powerthesaurus.com and just come up with some words that are a little more unique. I do that um, for listing descriptions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> it works. It's like, how do I say that this room is open without saying it's open? Spacious. It's spacious. Yes. And how do I not use spacious 10 times in the listing <laughs> <Yeah>. description? <laughs> That's always my thing. I'll, is I'll find these words, but then as I look through the post, I'm like, man, I use this word like oh, yeah. 20 times. Only. Honestly, yeah. spacious is a really good example because it's really tough um, a good description is like having a bio on a website or anything like that. It's really important. Mm -hmm. And that's what people are going to see. They're going to see the pictures in the description. So taking time and writing a good listing description is important. Oh, 100%. But a lot of people don't do it. I've put up on my Instagram story before um, people misspelling or mm -hmm. having like just, just something super just lazy. Something, yeah. Uh, lazy. Yeah, it just looks unprofessional. Yeah. Very unprofessional. And it's like, this is not going to draw buyers to the house. Um, but yeah, sometimes it gets, you really get in a rut and you're like, I'm, I'm trying to say that the pantry is open or spacious and the bedrooms and the living room. It's all spacious, but I don't want to use that word for the yeah. entire thing. It's the yeah. worst. It's um, like at the end of the day when I'm writing, I usually, honestly, I try not to wait till the end of the, yeah. the day to write these, but sometimes... When it happens, like it's the end of the day and I'm writing, I'm like, you know what? I just got to go to bed and look at this yep. again in the morning. <laughs> I've used the same word like 20 times. Yeah. 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 Okay. So like for the said. blog posts, I'm interested in the blog yeah. posts. Um, so you're saying that boosts kind of their ranking on Google? Yeah. Because a lot of these blog posts, um, they'll answer questions that people would typically be searching. Like one of them was like, um, I didn't write this one, but I'm thinking of an example of one that worked well for Jonathan. Um he wrote a blog post for one of his clients that was like, can I smoke marijuana after I get lip injections? And, and someone somewhere is having that question so and probably somebody true. else will be and looking for an answer. Apparently a lot yeah. of people did. And what happened was that blog post that he wrote for that client is now like number one on Google. So people search that and his client's website comes up. Wow. Um, that is valuable. For that post. Yeah. It's, yeah. At the very top. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like, just in my own mind, blogs are one of those things. It's like, oh, that's so 2003, you know. But it's really they're getting it's popular. valuable. Yeah, yeah. they're and, coming back. Yeah, and they come up like you said. Those questions when somebody asks on Google sounds like they come up, and you can potentially get your name out there in relation to. And the thing is, when somebody's answering your question, they're kind of automatically looked at as, to some degree, an expert. Yeah, you know, or a professional. When they have the answer, trust you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's really interesting. Sure. Um, so you're writing copy and, and blogs and things like that. Yeah. And then social media management, logo design for a few of your, your current clients. Yep. Is there anything else that you are kind of dipping your toes into? Web design too. Um, wow. We actually just wrapped up Anna Cortez plumbing. So again, this is with Spire marketing, um, and then their clients. So then I collaborated with them and we designed, um, a plumbing website for hmm. a company in Washington. Interesting. Um, we wrapped it up about a week ago, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, so if somebody came to you and was like, hey, I want I want a website. Yeah. Would you work on it yourself or would you refer it out to, you know, would you, what would you do? If they needed really complicated features on the In site depth that I didn't necessarily know how to do, sure, I would probably collaborate with Spire Marketing. And I'm sure I'd get a bigger cut too since I referred them. 
sure um, the client but then if it if it was just a basic one page site well i'm i'm asking that question but you did my website for me i, I came to you and i was you. like hey would you would you yeah. help me put together a website exactly. and I, you asked me a couple questions and then just took off with it and then you came back you know a week or two later and you were yeah. like here's your website and i thought well, well this is perfect i love this and most companies i mean I, i'm not the expert on this obviously you are but that's one thing i wanted to feed into is most companies probably aren't looking for something super in depth or detailed they're just looking for something aesthetically pleasing that's fun for a yeah. customer to navigate a lot of them don't even know what they want necessarily they just got to see it and then be like oh yeah that looks great yeah, yeah. changes so you yeah. probably don't have to outsource as much as you'd think so yeah. I don't know. Interesting. But that, that is a good question you know if you came up to that situation so you go to spire marketing for a more detailed for sure. website that's, yeah that's interesting that's it's cool that you've taken on a bunch of different roles a bunch of different roles and just new skills that you've been working on learning and i can attest to how much you work on on you know taking a course when you first started working on web design, taking a, a long course to try and figure out how to use WordPress or, or Wix or whatever. Webflow. Yeah. Webflow, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's really, that's valuable because you make yourself more more of value to those clients who come to you. You, yeah, they can, sure. you can provide a lot more of the things that they may need. Yeah, yeah. Training and upsell extensive. people too. Because like now that I'm getting these experiences with these other companies like writing copy, website mm-hmm. design, logo design, social media, even my own clients, I can start to upsell them. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I finish a logo maybe work with their social media, work mm-hmm. on making blog posts for their website. Yeah, you when know, you first started like doing social media, I mean, it saves me as the business owner time yeah. to come to one person who I trust and have them do as many things as possible for me. Yeah, you sure. know? So for you, you did my logo and then, oh, hey, you did my website and now you manage my social media. I come to you anytime I need a flyer done or you actually put together one of my email campaigns. You just, yeah, you know, I gave you the information that I wanted on there and then you put it all in. Um, you've made yourself really just a resource and that's so that's awesome i love i love yeah. that kind of thing just making yourself a resource and and being able to provide that value for sure yeah just build that trust and not just like work with the client and then just kick them to curb after we're done it's like yeah it's work an with them and then keep an ongoing relationship because mm-hmm. they could refer me out to someone else in the future and honestly i just like to leave things on good terms with people so yeah yeah for sure yeah that's valuable okay Definitely. so um you, we were talking about this yesterday and when we were discussing, you know, kind of what we wanted to talk about on the podcast, yeah. one of the biggest things that, um, and this is not an exact question, but one of the biggest <clears throat> things that I wanted to discuss with you is yeah. just that, okay, you're, you're young, you're a graphic designer yeah. and you have now a successful business that is paying more than your expenses. You know, sure. you're, you are, it's sustainable yeah. and you're making a good amount of money per month from your active design jobs. And now your clients on retainer, um, walk us through, I mean, from what, at what point were you like, this is a business and I can mm-hmm. treat this like yeah, a business I need to jump all in. Yeah. And I mean, and maybe that's a, a two for one because also I want to know at, at what point did you really start treating it like a business. And then at what point were you like, Oh wow, this is sustainable. And, mm-hmm. and I just need to keep doing these things that are working. That is a really good question. Um, we've had this conversation. I remember telling you a couple times how like this past summer, I was honestly thinking about not even moving down to Florida just yeah. because I was like, man, I mean, I'd love to move there, but I just don't know if I can afford it. I don't know if I can buy a new car down there yet, or, um, like I can afford rent or whatever, but basically what happened was I came to the point in the summer where I was like, you know what? I'm making good money from this. I think if I put myself in a position where I'm uncomfortable and I have to work a little bit harder, that'll be the best thing I can do for my business. Mm. So at the end of August, I moved down, 
bought a new car, started paying it off. I moved yep. into moved into um, the apartment, and I'm like, man, I've got a lot of more a lot more monthly ex- expenses. Got to just keep working hard. Got to work a little harder and find new clients. And hmm. it was literally the week after I bought my car, I met Harry Stanley, hmm. and he ended up. I ended up. Um, he hired me to work on his social media. So I was like, well, okay, there's another source of income. Then he was telling me about his company, Spire Marketing, and how he needed some help with his clients, and he wanted to outsource to me. Hmm. So then we picked up a website design client. I'm like, yep. oh, wow, okay, that pays rent for this month and my car bill and all these <laughs> other things too. I'm like, all right. Um, and honestly, I was even thinking about when I first moved down, just getting another job. Uh, just to I remember the that. Bills. I remember yeah. I told you that, and then... I remember t- telling Nathan Holmes that too. And he was like, Ethan, he's like, I don't think you should do it. He's like, I think you should if just you do that. You'll get in a rut. You'll get too comfortable. Yep. And I was, I, that's the best advice I got. Um, I never got any other job since I've been down here. I've always just been freelancing unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You're a freelancer, which means done. you're unemployed. You yeah. don't make any money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not a, yeah, we had that discussion before when you would tell people you're a freelancer. I was like, don't say you're a free- no. freelancer. Tell them you're a graphic design business owner. <laughs> I should always just tell people I'm unemployed. And yeah. see reaction. <laughs> I'm unemployed. Yeah, I'm unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so interesting though. I love yeah. basically what you're saying is you just made the jump. Yeah. And right after I made that jump, moved down here within like a week or Things two. I was already happening. picking up clients yep. and I was like, you know what? I can do this. Even I was at the DMV getting my license, uh, my Florida license. Yeah. And I was waiting in line and I started talking to the lady behind me and she was a real estate agent in the area and she wondered if I could help her with her logo. Um, I'm still waiting to hear back from her, but I mean, <laughs> that just showed me like, I was like, wow, I mean, I could be people anywhere that are yes. potential clients and yeah. stuff. So yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Clip that. I think that's a really good, that would be good for social media. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's super funny though. That's your story. It's like, I met this woman and she needed help and she hasn't hired me yet, but I'm sure yeah. she will at some point. I contacted her like a month ago. I was like, Hey, what's going on? Yeah. I was like, I'd still love to work with you if you get some mm-hmm. time. And she was like, Hey, I'll get back to you soon. Yeah. I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah. Really? That's the thing is the, the volume, the more people you talk to, yeah. the more things are going to happen for sure. Um, I think everybody knows that, but it's really tough when you're standing in line at the DMV to turn around and say something to the person behind you, you know, and, and yeah. not feel awkward or, or look for awkward. Sure. Well, I wasn't um, pitching. I wasn't like, hey, um, Ethan. Him excuse me. Do you have a minute graphics. to talk about? <laughs> you need a logo for your business. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, but that's. Yeah. And I guess that's what it sounded like I was talking <laughs> no, about. But I'm, I'm talking about just being friendly. Yeah, I have yeah, I sure. have a friend um, that I met at college. He would always just tell me, yeah, this guy who I met at Starbucks. And he's just referring to these people that he met randomly. And I'm like, how do you just randomly talking to people? online? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's. I'm an outgoing person for sure, but I don't. Every time I go to Starbucks, I don't meet someone new, you know, <laughs> I mean, but it, it's like so that. when you're when you're out and about, it's good to just be friendly and be making conversation out there. Yeah. yeah. And not so, something's not going to come of everything yeah. um, of every conversation that you have. But one thing's for sure, you're not going to get any results if you're not having any conversations at all. Yeah. You know, you're not you might look stupid for a few seconds, but I mean. Yeah, you end, can make don't take yourself so seriously. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's that's cool though. So I mean, and that your your abilities now are very valuable for anyone who really runs a business. I mean, logo, website, social media. Everybody sure. knows social media is important. Blog posts to get ranked on Google. I mean, those are all valuable things. So pretty much, there's something something for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. So that makes you uh, an interesting person to you know when you're. Having conver- excuse me, having conversations with business owners, there's a lot of areas where you could potentially add value. Yeah, um, for sure. And it's like it's things 
I mean, honestly, business owners could probably make their own website or logo. There's things like Canva or um, even just basic website builders like Wix.com. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, do you want to spend hours trying to figure out something that you don't really know how valuable about? is your time? Yeah, exactly. Like, do you value your time enough um, that you could just hire someone to do it for you and save you? hours by your time and the opinion of a professional somebody that's been saturated in it whether it was for college or you know online courses or something that they've done their research and invested time and and money into learning into learning that skill yeah learning the importance of but no i i agree that your time that's something that i'm even going through right now we're working on um starting a new just kind of a new side thing with mark downey um and i'm looking at we need to run google ads and my thought is, uh, I don't know anything about Google ads. I don't know anything about keyword research or things like that. Now, I could learn, but that's going to be a lot of time. And someone else could do it better than me and get better results yeah. than me in a quicker time frame. Mm. So, you know, if the rest of our, I would rather just put my head down and focus on the business side of things and handling clients the and picture. the leads that come, the big picture, exactly, yeah. rather than learning how to um, run and optimize um, a Google ad campaign. Kicking so it back to that trained professional. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, so that's my point is yeah. I would rather hire a professional who's going to do it better and quicker than me yeah. and save yeah. me the time that I can go do something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're most likely going to have like outsource it to someone else. I'm sure most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Good I would, I would like to now I'm not putting up the funds for this venture, so it's not really my decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will learn if I need to, but, um, we'll, we'll just see what happens. I'll yeah. keep you updated on that. I so feel you do. Feel yeah. You. Sweet. Um, okay, so that's how you pretty much, when you moved down here, you just kind of threw yourself into it, and you didn't give yourself really a, a backup plan. Now, I'm, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have gone bankrupt. You no. would have found another job if the money just wasn't coming in, but For you sure. didn't give yourself that safety net when you first moved down. Mm-hmm. You just, this is what I'm going to do, yep. you know? Exactly. I really, I love that. That's yeah. awesome. For sure. Um, so from that point till now, you've picked up a few different retainer clients and things like that. Yeah. How do you feel like, do you feel like your mindset has changed at all in, in the way you approach your business or honestly, I'm so busy now. I kind of have to vet people before even choosing to work with them because that's a good place to be. I've got so much work anyway. Um, so especially if work, if I don't see it being profitable, I'll usually turn it down. If, Mm. if I see it being really profitable on my end, um, and it it will look good in my portfolio, I definitely say yes. Mm. But a lot of the time I'm like, you know what, if this isn't a good client, this doesn't seem like a good fit they I can refer them to someone else or yeah. just say no. Hmm. Um in the beginning I'd I'd beg people to work for them. When I was in college I'd I'd message different or I'd DM different businesses and I do I did a logo for someone for thirty dollars once. Hmm. Um that's how you so get experience. You do you gotta yeah, start true. somewhere. You do. Sure. Yeah. I definitely I'm glad I'm not doing that anymore. Oh but yeah. um Yeah like I always cringe when I see sites like Fiverr where people sell logos for like five dollars. Man. It's tough, but like you said, you do have to start somewhere. Yeah, and for it's sure. fortunate that you you didn't have to stay in that position for a long time. You've been able to yeah. advance. Well, well, that's what I was just really going to say. You jump feet first or head first into it. Exactly. So I think a lot of the problem is when people stay there. Yeah. So you do have to start somewhere, and honestly, a lot of people never get started because they're like, "My time is worth more than a thirty dollar logo." Well, it's not. You gotta like let go of your pride a little bit. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. it's not worth that if you don't have any 
previous experience and previous clients and mm-hmm. referrals and things like that. You have to build that base. We talked about that, this on the podcast before, but I've had people tell me before, yeah, if I started in real estate, I would want to start in luxury, not in, you know, <laughs> I would want to start at least at 300,000 range. Everyone would be doing it. Then. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Everyone would do yeah. that. No one. Exactly. That's exactly right. So, yeah. but the thing is, if you're doing $5 logos or $30 logos, the key is once you start getting that experience, keep adding a little bit. Scale, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Scale up for sure. So, what does your screening process look like now that you are able to be picky with your clientele? Yeah, how do you select your clients? Okay, so say I get a DM from someone. Like, I got a DM a couple weeks ago from a pet shop in Las Vegas, and they're they're asking, they're like, "Hey, I see you do logos. I'm starting a new shop. I was wondering if you'd be interested in working with me." I was like, oh, great. Um, I'll send over a questionnaire. Um, I'll probably hop on a call maybe in a few days too if you're comfortable with it. I can see if we're a good fit. Um, and it was funny because they actually got a little weirded out at first. They're like, oh, okay. I mean, I'm not sure if I'll have time to get on a call. I just I just need something really basic and quick. Oh, wow. Nope. And right away, I nope, was like, nope, oh, nope. they're probably not a good fit. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they're not even willing to take the time to get on a call with you yeah, and yeah. explain what they want. Yeah. How, how do they expect a professional, great-looking logo that's yeah. really, I, I never even stop. heard that story. Yeah. That's really, yeah, I think that might've been, I don't remember if you were gone then or what. Yeah, happened, maybe so. But, it was, but still, um, I mean, that's the thing is, well, and that's what we, we were saying before. It takes a commitment. Mm-hmm. It takes a certain amount of time commitment. Even if you send them a questionnaire, um, for them to have to fill out those, those questions and answer your questions and send that back to you. Um, that is, that's asking them to invest a little bit yeah. before you sit down and just whip them up a logo. You well, know, I like that. Process. I like that question at the end of your questionnaire, um, where you said, you know, we'll see if we're a good fit for each other because they want to qualify if, themselves. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If like you're saying, if they're willing to invest just a little bit of time and effort into telling you exactly what they want, then that investment will will be mutual. Yeah. You'll put the same investment in them that they're willing to put in you, essentially. Exactly. So as far as money, as far as time, that goes hand in hand. So, Dude, so sure. what does that questionnaire look like, I guess, would be my next question. Yeah, I asked quite a few. Well, not quite a few. I'd, pro- I'd say probably it's between eight to ten questions, if, depending on if I already know some of them. Okay. But um, I ask things like, who is your target market? What would be three words that you could use to describe your brand just off the top of your head? Mm-hmm. Um, colors you like for your logo, font preferences. I'll have them send me, I'll say like five logos you like, five logos you don't like. Yeah. Just to get a feel for their style. I was just yeah. going to say that gives you an idea of what's going to be the best fit for them. Yeah, um, for sure. And so that gives you kind of a direction too, because I'm sure it's hard to just sit down at a blank piece of paper and just draw up a logo yeah Yeah. there's nowhere that's the thing you have to have some kind of a direction and a heading to go to um that's interesting so i I love that idea of of screening your clients and really picking the people who you will work best with and will work best with you um we've talked about that previously on the podcast and that's something that we actually have started to try and do as well whenever we start working with a buyer I have a list of questions. Tell me exactly what you want so I know what to look for and what to find you. Do you want it in Pensacola, Milton, Pace, you know, how many bedrooms, bathrooms? You got to figure out it's that same exact concept. And also we've started, I had you do uh, like a PDF questionnaire as well for us that's branded. So whenever we are working with sellers, they have seller's disclosures and paperwork that they, it's mandatory for them to fill out. And Mm -hmm. then also while they're doing that, we give them this, this sheet of paper that's, yeah, property information sheet. That's just information that we need to, to input the listing into the MLS, yeah. but it's easy for them to do it while they're doing everything else. And then it makes us look professional because we've got all of our paperwork in order 
and we don't have to be calling them and texting them with questions. Hey, yeah. how old's the water heater when we're inputting into the MLS? You know, because it was like very efficient. Twenty or thirty questions, I think. Too, yeah. I remember it was a, a lot of questions about long everything. Phone call. Exactly, yeah. a lot of questions about pretty much everything that yeah. would pertain to the listing. But it doesn't take any time to go through and just check it all off and fill it all out. It's just check exactly. boxes and fill in the blank. Um, but it, again, it adds that next level of professionalism. Yeah. Just saying, like mm-hmm. we've thought this through this isn't our first deal. We do this all the time yeah. and this is our process. Yeah. Just um, working efficiently. I mean, yes, work smarter, not harder. Yeah. Obviously you want to work hard, but I mean, you can find ways to come up with little systems mm-hmm. and templates you can use. To well, I'm things. big on systems and templates, bro. Yeah, sure, dude. <laughs> like notion, dude. Yeah, yeah. Notion. Have we talked about notion before on the pod? <laughs> yeah. We sure have about it. a few times now. Um, I like that a lot because it, having a, having a more efficient system, definitely saves you time in the future too so if you're you know kind of kicking back to what you just said if you're if you're spending a lot of time um in the questionnaire that might seem kind of a drag to some people at first but then you're not having to come back three four five times saves you more time on the back trying to figure out what they like and they're seeing something that's totally off from what they want and they don't know how to articulate it but those simple questions just, you know, what kind of font, what kind of colors, here's, you know, some different questions for you. I think that's so exactly. efficient and work. You're working hard, but you're working smarter in the sense that now you don't have to work harder and harder and harder to try and please them. You know, they're yep. getting their money worth at the same time. Yeah. That's why a lot of designers, time. a lot of designers will complain like, oh man, my client is so difficult. They just don't like this logo design. I'm like, yeah, part why of it is, is your fault. You might have not been thorough. Yeah. Asking questions up front. Mm-hmm. You got to take responsibility and that's a great perspective. That's the thing you're, y- y- they're paying you to come up with something that is perfect for their business. Yeah. And yeah. everybody's your business is your baby. I mean, your business is your baby. <laughs> Ours sure. is the same thing for us. Mm-hmm. So in uh, first can be empires, man, we went back and forth on the, the logo for that oh, and, yeah. uh, several times. Um, I'm lucky that I live with you. So it's perfect. That we're we right can, next to each can, other. Yeah. Walk like, next hey, door. Yeah. Hey, I yeah. want to talk to you about this. Um, but having said that, that's what we were talking about actually right before we hit record earlier today, um, is I'm trying to be less, um, dependent on like less results driven hmm. and just more, okay, we're doing what needs done right now and not letting things bother me so much. Cause I think when you get too emotional about things, it can really, I'm a very emotional person yeah. and I try and be professional. I, I am professional when I deal with clients and things like that, but it's easy for me to get off the phone and, and really be bothered about off. things. Yeah. 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 Um, learn to detach yourself. Exactly. Bit. To detach yourself from the outcomes a little bit. And that's what yeah. you were saying as far as, you know, you have to do the same thing when you're doing a logo and you've, you've spent a long time, you know, tweaking everything and making sure it looks exactly perfect how you want it yeah. and then you send it to the client and if they don't like it it is what it is yeah. Yeah. you know you exactly. can't you can't be like oh these people didn't like my logo well yeah. they're paying you to provide a service yeah. and you have to go back to the drawing board and provide them that service you yeah. know you and can't be mad because they don't like what you did go above and beyond i mean there'll be times there's a few times where people didn't like the logo I redid it and they loved it. And then they gave me a great review. Mm -hmm. Whereas I could have just been like, Oh, this is a horrible client. I'm just going to drop them and move on. I could have gotten a bad review. They could have trash talked about me to a bunch of people. Yeah. And that word of mouth is, I mean, tremendously important and influential. Um, that's something that Grant Cardone says, um, is, what I forget exactly how he phrases it, but problems, problems are opportunities. Mm. Customer, especially like customer relations or customer service problems are opportunities to turn these people who are having a problem. When you show them that you're solution oriented and you can fix things that turns them into, 
you know, raving fans or people that are really like that. are appreciative of you mm-hmm. and your business. Um, sure. And I don't agree with everything that he said, but I heard that and I was like, I really like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And like you said, when you have somebody who doesn't like the logo and, and then you go the extra mile and you, you make sure it's exactly what they want and you rework it with them, then they're like, okay, this is how it's supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, he's putting in the work. Mm-hmm. He wants to make me happy. Yeah, they have extra appreciation for you. It's like customer service always goes so far, I feel like. Because like, think, there's times where you, there was a time last year where I had to call the bank and I was running into an issue with my with my account. But, um, and it, honestly, it was a pain in the neck. But I mean, the people that were yeah. uh, talking to me were super nice, understanding. It makes life fast. Easier. I was like, you know, I really oh, yeah. like this bank. And my other bank that I called, I was transferring money from one bank to another before I closed the account. The other bank, I'm not going to say the name on air, but (laughs) (laughs) I was ticked because I was on the phone with them for probably two hours. What? And none of them were helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, They couldn't figure out what what the issue was with transferring the money. And then they kept sending me to other people. And none of them, they were like, oh, did you push this button on the website? Yep, I pushed that. Hmm. Yeah, that's odd. We'll get you to someone else. Other person, they asked me the same thing. I'm like, can I? Poor customer service. I'll just leave it at that. I was ticked off. That's really frustrating. Yeah. That's the most frustrating thing when you have a problem is just being transferred and transferred and not actually having a Mm -hmm. solution to something. Which is nice because then now you are the complete opposite. You're the one-stop shop. You know, you're there for everything and you're willing to help with anything. And I'm really impressed by that. You know, it's one thing to complain about, you know, this or that. But it's a whole different thing to complain about it and then fix that in your own business or aspect of life. Yeah. Um, and I definitely I'm impressed by that with you. You do social media, you know, um, website building and logo design, all these different things, writing yeah. blog posts. You yeah. probably like we talked about earlier, you probably didn't. I think never that thought I would have be been happening. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But here we are. That's that's good. Yeah. yeah exactly. I love that. And I love your answer to the to the question about mindset, making that shift between you know, really taking everything that comes your way and, and being selective with the people that you work with. Dude, for sure. I'm sure working with draining clients is just not worth the time yeah. anymore. You Never. Know? Yeah. Um, and that's something that we have, I think everybody, nobody perfects that. Um, yeah. but it's always an ongoing, um, you know, decision you have to be making. Um, sure. but that's something that I think it's, it's really tough when you're starting out in business to, have that mindset and just the discernment yeah. too to know yeah. like okay these are some warning signs yeah. this person doesn't want to get on the phone with me i probably don't want to work with them or mm-hmm. just little things like that that a beginner wouldn't pick up on mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly well that's awesome and i really i'm excited for you and to see where you're going to be going from here and you're in the for business sure. there's a lot of a lot of big things um well having i say there's a lot of big things what what are some do you have any plans for new services that you're going to offer or or are you going to kind of keep it here you got enough to keep you busy obviously i think um my next big thing probably honestly probably in this next week i want to redesign my own website ah um and add some of those services because i don't even have really my social media services and my blog um copywriting plans on there um i've just kind of taken it by client and come up with a pricing plan for them okay um but i think what i want to do um the next few weeks is redesign my site come up with something a little more um eye-catching mm-hmm and then come up with some new pricing plans too for lo- I'll probably keep the logo design plans the same, but mm-hmm. then different plans for websites, sure. different plans for blog, uh, blogging and copywriting, different plans for, uh, content creation, mm-hmm. social media, cool. just get a little bit more extensive and detailed as to what for you sure. ha- have to offer. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, um, we, we'll throw your, uh, website 
link in the description mm. for the video yeah, and the podcast that. and people can go see after you finish. So now you have some accountability. Yeah, um, exactly. We'll get this posted tomorrow and you better, you better get upgrade website your website up. here pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's cool. So um, as always, where can people find out more about you on social media? So on Instagram, Ethan Himka graphics, um, Facebook, same name, LinkedIn, it would just be Ethan Himka and then Ethan Himka graphics.com. Fantastic. Ethan Himka graphics.com. Now, do you have anything more that you'd like to say to, uh, to the people? Hmm. Or Danny, do you have any other questions? I didn't mean to, I asked, you know, where we can find more about you on social media, but I didn't mean to wrap it up quick. Well, if I we, have just a quick question that kind of yeah. lets our listeners get to know you a little bit more personally. Yeah. What's your favorite thing out of all the things that you have to offer, like we were talking about, what's your favorite thing still to work on? Favorite service? I would mm-hmm. definitely say logos. Logos. Um, We've talked about this before. I would yeah. say, yeah, I would say logos. I enjoy the whole process of just getting to sketch it out Yeah. Um, and go from paper to computer to then print or whatever my client gets yeah. it on and just see the whole the whole process i'd i'd say logos for it's sure. just that creative side of your personality yeah that's cool exactly and some logos it's fun so some logos take uh, my sketchbook will have like two pages worth of sketches and then mm. some logos i've made like one or two sketches and then just hopped right into my computer wow. made it and they've it's loved perfect. it yeah. yeah um so yeah i'd say definitely logo design that's hmm. fun yeah, well, that's, yeah that's the only question i had really well yeah. that's something that like you that. and i have talked about um is sticking with what you're good at too. And mm. you're, you're building these skills and getting better at these different things. But also, um, you know, logo design is what you started doing. That's what you have the passion for. Mm. Yep. That's what you do really well. And it works in tandem with a lot of these other branding. Sure. I mean, logos design is branding. Mm-hmm. And so you've learned how to do a lot of different things in that industry or niche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're still doing more of what you enjoy doing. And I think that'll, that'll yeah. help with burnout too. You know, you mm-hmm. won't, it's not such a drag to be doing things and dealing with clients when you're doing when I enjoy just, it. Yeah. You enjoy making logos. Exactly. You know? And the retainer clients that I have. So Jonathan Wayne media and Harry Stanley, um, they actually want me to keep doing logos and things I enjoy. So for Jonathan, I've mostly just been doing blog posts as I was saying before, but then, um, he actually wants to outsource and have me help a little more with his logo designs and in, in the future. And then Harry as well. Hmm. Um, I love doing the web design, but he even told me if, if we're getting enough clients, he'd love to just have me primarily doing logos. Yeah. Uh, maybe Fantastic. he just doesn't like my websites. I, make. Uh, I guess maybe not. <laughs> he just can't, can't tell you. <laughs> yeah. It's just his way of saying like, okay, then stay. Yeah, maybe you should, design. you should do some more logos for me. Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, based off of what I've personally seen that you do, I no, you highly do a, doubt you do a great job. The, Who knows? Yeah. You do a great job. Yeah. yeah you did our <laughs> website, michaelwarner.com plug for my website and actually we're going to be working on that Redesigning here yours too. too so Take yeah to we'll, the next level we'll yeah. see what happens there yes sir um, it's exciting stuff yeah sure. man that's that's cool i love it so um well this is something that we ask a lot of our our guests oh, and boy. we haven't heard this in a while from you because this is 20 episodes later so what are you doing in your free time now has that changed from from what we were doing before i mean i know i think you said last time you, you like to hang out with friends a lot free time man i haven't had a lot of that lately. no free time yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, don't, don't be like that. I don't have any free time. I don't have any free time. I have no time. <laughs> I mean, bro. you have been working a lot, though. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Um, honestly, I've loved hanging out at Danny and JoJo's house. Um, if you guys don't know already, um, if you follow me on Instagram, you know. But I we've set up a new office in Danny's spare bedroom. So mm-hmm. we've got one wall. We have my desk, then Mikey's, then Danny's, and then mm-hmm. we got standing desks too. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah, yeah. I've loved Pretty being nice in there. Setup. Yeah. But then back to the whole free time thing. I've I've just enjoyed hanging out with them. Like when we're done working, just going, eating dinner with them, watching a movie, just 
chilling in their house. It has a nice yeah, something I want unwind at the end of the day, especially with all the late nights that we've been pulling. For sure. That's yeah, good. we have. We have. And trying to get, I want to get back to a more early morning schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's important when we, when you push hard all day and yeah. we are pushing hard all day, then by the time you get to the evening, it's important to take a little bit of time, of a you break. know, and just, mm-hmm. yeah. just decompress. And just not go straight to bed. And yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and just wake up and do the whole thing over again. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. Exactly. Sure. I love it, man. That's awesome. Well, I, as always, I, I love having you on the show. You're a high energy person and Appreciate I just feel it. like the three of us know each other really well and, and yeah. conversation kind of just flows. And also, um, we've had trouble. We've had to re-record a couple different times. This was a fun one. Yeah, this yeah. was a fun one because yeah. we get laughing or, or on a different tangent or whatever. So yep. I love it. And uh, for episode 40, we'll mark you down, man. Yeah. <laughs> episode 40, bro. And, Let's and, do it. Every and, 20 episodes. Yeah, sure. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> Sweet. That'll be probably... I'm trying to... At their current rate, probably February. Yeah. yeah end, end of February, begin, March. Be, yeah, mm-hmm. beginning of February, probably. At yeah. this rate. Well, and at the rate that you're growing, too, we'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah, Dude, seriously. So... That's exciting, man. I'll be pulling well, up in my uh, Lamborghini then. Yeah. You better be. Well, we'll start with the Porsche first and yeah. then the Lamborghini. Porsche. Yeah. It'll be my Lamborghini second. will be on number yeah. 60. Yeah. Oh, exactly. man. That's such a uh, every guru ever. Yeah. I'm making it. it now you'll, you'll start selling a course next time you, you can sell oh, the yeah, course yeah. on the podcast. Yep. How to, well, it'll be some sort of like get rich quick scheme. Yes. Like, yep. Yeah. How to, how to sell logos with no money down and no cold calling and no experience and not even building logos <laughs> make logos from your Just bed yeah going. make logos from your bed and make i have students who have made a million dollars in 12 days yeah. with oh. this course yeah I hate. Like can we cut that out, please? That was such a weird tangent. No, I, that I was kind of funny. I was I gonna say, I think I'm really? leave it in because so it. many people are hearing that now. That's I true. Mean, yeah, even the even whole guru with, thing, like uh, on YouTube especially, because I follow a lot of those entrepreneur off, channels, yeah. so that always comes That's up. That's a common thread now. I think yeah. it's funny. Yeah, it is. Well, anyway, even if you don't have a Lamborghini next time you roll up, um, you're still our friend, and we still appreciate you. Appreciate you being on the podcast, and uh, I appreciate you guys. Yeah, we'll see you for episode forty. <laughs> Good.